Good morning. It's Bikuni Wimala from Blue Lotus Temple in Woodstock, but I'm at home in Crystal Lake. And we're having a rainy morning, had a lot of rain last night. This is one of those times when I wish we could share all of our wonderful rain with people in California and out in the desert and in all the places around the world. Uh, we have plenty, and I know how how rare that is to be able to say it. So uh, it's a rainy day, but it's warming up here. So again, it's cause to be happy. It's Sunday today, in case you weren't aware of it. So um, that's usually a special day for people to to get outside, and when we're all working, it's a good day when we can be with our families and catch up with each other and have a have a more leisurely day. And for all of us who are doing still doing stay at home, which in Illinois is most of us except our essential workers, the, that's kind of every day now, right? So I'm curious for most of you, what do you do to make the days different? Do you have... Do you have ways with your family or <clears throat> if you're with just yourself? How do you distinguish one day from another? Do you have Zoom classes or different groups that you check in with on certain days? Do you have Zoom exercise classes? Just curious how you how you mark each day. So we always joke when I'm talking to friends about, well, it's day. Not sure which day. So... Uh, it's it's uh, it's good to have some routine in our lives, right? Even though the complete different uh, scheduling, in a way, is a good way to wake up and to see, okay, here's my life now. How is it different from how it was before? And what are the things I like about this? And what are the things I like about having everybody in school, everybody at work, everything open? Uh, how does it feel? And we might come out of this experience and realize that we can make more choices with our time and that there are things that we're seeing that we, if we really enjoy it, we've probably been doing it while we're uh, self-quarantining or staying at home. So I have a few things that I'm feeling kind of guilty about. I'm, I have a beautiful ukulele that Kim Zoff gave me and I was so eager to have a ukulele group because I've seen uh, YouTubes of the senior uh, ukulele groups in Madison and different places and, and in England and how wonderful it is. But with all this time and with all of my stay at home since March, um, I haven't been practicing the ukulele. So I'm really having to think about where my priorities are. And if I have all day pretty open, pretty much open, why am I not doing my ukulele lessons that I can get free on YouTube and I can practice? So I don't like seeing that that's not a priority, but uh, it's good for us to look at things. If we, if we like to read, have we really been reading a lot? Uh, if we like to study, if we if we want to make our practice better, are we finding more opportunities to sit and have that quiet time with ourselves? Are we helping others? Or just look at the things you're doing and see what's making you happy. 
and what do you are you easily drawn to? Because it's wonderful to see our lives fall into place so we uh, we can see the things that we really love and the things that we enjoy doing and the things that we need to do that like exercise and and uh, eating healthy food, which these days means cooking that healthy food and discovering the things that we can really enjoy doing and the things that, that nurture us and the things that nurture our loved ones and the people that we, you know, the bigger world. Because the longer we practice, the bigger our group of loved ones becomes, right? It's we love our family. We love our friends that we think of as our family of friends. We love our uh, teachers. We love our sangha. We love our, that's our spiritual community. But then it, the more we practice loving kindness, the, the more we see that love just keeps expanding too. So, uh, Think about what you do and how it and how it allows you to be more loving and nurturing, nurturing yourself first, loving yourself first, and then expanding it out. Because I heard uh, or I read an article by Sharon Salzberg, who's one of my favorite Buddhist teachers, and she was talking about how so many people are really confined in small spaces. They aren't able to get out and walk, uh, which if you live in the suburbs or out in the country or pretty much anywhere except Chicago and Illinois or Wisconsin or the Midwest, you have areas where you can still safely walk and not even run into people. So um, we can take a mask, we can be we can be safe, and we can avoid people. But she was saying we have to remember when we're in a confined space where it's we're not able to uh, have room to meander or walk around or see much of nature, that that our practice of loving kindness, our working with the four spiritual qualities of loving kindness, compassion, uh, sympathetic joy, and equanimity. Those are all specifically practices that we work with the same way we do loving-kindness. We develop that quality within ourselves, and then we radiate it out to others. And we radiate it out to an infinite a, a, a infinite range. So there's no end to it. It's complete spaciousness. So just practicing loving-kindness, compassion, equanimity and sympathetic joy, joy for others. And if we practice those qualities and radiate them out, it's a way to feel that spaciousness. So if you feel confined or if you're feeling like, oh, everybody around me is getting on my nerves, I need some space, sit down, find a little quiet corner if you need to, and practice loving kindness. And Allow yourself to radiate it out. You know, go slowly, begin with yourself, radiate it out, and then ah, see yourself sending all of that out, radiating out from you from in all directions, out to infinity, which means it never stops. And see if that can open up a feeling of spaciousness for you. 
and lets you uh, get out of that tight feeling that you're too confined or you have cabin fever, okay? So we'll try that. Um, but you can do that practice anytime. If you have to go sit in your car or sit in a tiny space outside, you can practice that. I'd also like to share something with you today, and this is something I've used with a lot of groups and a lot of people in their practice, and it's great if you're doing walking meditation or if you have, you're working with emotions that are coming up kind of quickly and anger is a good one. This one is worded for anger, but we can use it for any kind of difficult emotion we're feeling. If we get irritated at something, that we don't have to be calling it anger, but it might just be anxiety or being stressed out or feeling very nervous or uh, worried or any of your difficult emotions. It's a very quick, simple way. And it's especially wonderful, I think, if you're when you're walking. So if you're walking or practicing walking meditation. So this is something that Thich Nhat Hanh, the Vietnamese monk who we all are familiar with, he wrote this. He calls it an anger walking mantra. So this could be walking from from your living room to your bathroom or to the bedroom or back to the living room. You can you can use this. So it's an anger walking mantra, and you might want to plug in. It's it's a it's a sadness walking mantra, or it's a, a fear walking mantra, and you can just shift it. So as you're stepping. We know that when we do walking meditation, we're, we're, we're paying attention to the movement of our, of our legs and our feet because we don't pay attention to that a lot. But we also are still practicing the same breathing. But this is beautiful. Breathing in, I know anger is here. Breathing out, I know the anger is not me. Breathing in, I know the anger is unpleasant. Breathing out, I know the feeling will pass. Breathing in, I am calm. Breathing out, I am strong enough to take care of this anger. So imagine how you can use that if you're fearful if you're worried, if you're anxious, if you're uh, nervous, if you're sad. Let's, let's do it again together. Now we're not walking, but you can do this as you're sitting. So let's let this be a part of our meditation today. And I'll, I'll read the words out. And then if you don't remember them, I can put it... Uh, I can get it out to you if you let me know, okay? Or maybe I can just put it on Facebook. And this is from Thich Nhat Hanh, Anger Walking Mantra. Plug in anything you, any emotion you need instead of anger. Breathing in, I know anger is here. Breathing out, I know the anger is not me. Breathing in, 
I know anger is unpleasant. Breathing out, I know this feeling will pass. Breathing in, I am calm. Breathing out, I am strong enough to take care of this anger. So let's sit and just be. You can close your eyes or if you're listening to this and walking, and I'll say it a few times, so we'll sit quietly and then I'll come in with, and yes, everybody's asking me to share it. I'll share it. I'll put it on Facebook right after I uh, upload this. So first, let's sit quietly and come to the present moment. Be aware of your breathing. Keep your focus on your breath. Even this coming to the present moment can inform us a lot about our emotional state. You may notice if your breath is fast or up in your chest. And that can be anger or that can be fear. So just breathe. Stay with your breath. Feel your breath as we're settling down. Feel it come down to your belly. If you can't feel any rise or fall in your belly, my guess is You may be stuck uh, breathing, just uh, chest breathing. And that's not healthy. But it can also be a sign of uh, tightness in our body because of some emotional reaction. And so we can't get any deeper than just breathing into the top of our lungs. So practice, practice, practice breathing into your belly. Whatever was bothering you and upsetting you before, we're not trying to make it go away. But when we focus on our breath and letting our breath become a little deeper, and we're paying attention to our breathing, we can let it calm us down. 
so we can really see what's going on. It's important to recognize our emotions because that's the first way, that's the first thing we have to do to be able to work with them. We can't be in denial. We can't be repressing them so we can be a good girl or a good boy. We have to see what they really are. And a lot of times we don't want to do that. We have to have recognition of these emotional states we go through. Otherwise, we're not working with them. We're just allowing them to control us. But as we breathe and really allow ourselves to experience that emotion, then we also know that we have to accept it. It doesn't work to say, I don't want to be a sad person, so I'm not sad. I don't want to be an angry person, so I am not angry. No, we know that our emotions pass. They're not permanent. They're not who we are. So it's okay to accept that emotion because it's passing anyway. If we can't accept it, it's going to stay buried. So we recognize the emotion. This calming breath and being focused in the moment can help us work with it instead of being caught up in the middle of it. Maybe we're feeling stuck or feeling hard-hearted, unforgiving, trying to wall everything off. Recognize that. Recognize your difficult emotion. Then accept it. Emotions When we recognize our emotional state, it doesn't mean that that's who we are, that that's where we have to stay. This is passing, but we can work with our bodies and with our minds to let these emotions rise up and then pass away. We're not stuck with them forever. They are not who we are. So recognizing them and accepting them isn't saying, this is who I am. It's just saying, this is an emotional state I'm in. This is going to pass. So when we're meditating with it, we can stay with it a little longer. So I'll read the mantra. Breathing in, I know anger is here. Breathing out, I know the anger is not me. 
Breathing in, I know anger is unpleasant. Breathing out, I know that feeling will pass. Breathing in, I am calm. Breathing out, I am strong enough to take care of this anger. This time I won't use the word anger. So think of the emotional state that you're feeling now. If it's, if it's a distracting or negative or, or a disturbing emotion or, or the one you know that you sometimes get caught up in. And I'll just leave a blank for that emotion. You can plug in your favorite. Breathing in, I know blank is here. Breathing out, I know this feeling is not me. Breathing in, I know this feeling will pass. Breathing out. Oh, I messed you up. I'm going to do the second set again. Breathing in. I know this feeling is unpleasant. Breathing out. I know the feeling will pass. Breathing in. I am calm. Breathing out, I am strong enough to take care of this feeling. Now let's just move into a very short loving-kindness practice to help get this uh, expansive feeling. If you're feeling confined and you've got cabin fever and you've, you don't know where you can go, and even if you go outside, it doesn't work, you still feel that. So we'll do a very short loving-kindness practice to let us all have that feeling of expansion. So breathe in and feel that, that kindness and friendliness towards yourself. Just breathe in and out, drawing in kindness, drawing out friendliness, and then as you breathe out, you can just allow that to bathe you. May I be well. 
May I feel safe. May I be content, satisfied. May I be at peace. Breathe those thoughts in. And as you breathe out, let it just bathe you. Be showered in those thoughts of kindness. Let your mind feel open and free because we don't have to be judging ourselves. It's okay if I'm not practicing the ukulele. It's okay if we watch Netflix. (laughs) Oh, it's okay. We're okay. It allows, this practice allows our minds to let go of our own judgmental thoughts and attitudes towards ourselves first. Then we begin to see how spacious that feels. So of course we want to give that to others. We want to just send it out. So move out to your loved ones. We'll start with family and close friends. Send in the same kind, loving thoughts. May each one of you be well. May you feel safe. May you be content. And may you be at peace. And as you send those thoughts out, you can see they're free of being negative, being judgmental, being critical. These are just beautiful wishes. Let's our minds feel so much release and freedom. Let go of judging. Let go of needing to fix anyone, even ourselves. It's not our job to fix we can, we can work on developing beautiful skills and ways of thinking for ourselves. And we can expand out into the world, but not to fix anyone. Just to put out the best energy, the best thoughts we can into the world. And now move out beyond your family and friends. And let's go immediately into sending out these thoughts of kindness and goodwill out to the entire world, our entire world system. You might want to visualize moving out through the city and the the state you live in and the country you live in and then the world you live in, and then out to the other worlds in our system, out to all beings, all of the animals, all of the creatures, invisible to us and those that we can see, out to all of the ones we can't even imagine, out to beings that we can see and the ones that are invisible to us, 
out to all beings who are being born and the beings who are dying. Send out goodwill. Send out peace. May all living beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May they be free from fear and worry and anxiety, free from hunger and thirst and the extremes of the weather. May all beings be able to take care of themselves happily and take care of their loved ones. And may all living beings be able to live in peace. Expand these thoughts out to infinity, infinity and beyond. And feel the openness that creates for you and the openness you're allowing every other living being. May peace be with you. May you be well. May you be happy. And may everything we do be done for the benefit of ourselves and for all living beings. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. I'll put it, I'll put the anger walking mantra up on Facebook. Bye-bye.